Welcome to Talking Halos, the Derek C. Pollock with my co-host, my partners in crime, Nate Green and Jared Timms. And that's about all the energy I have because another season with no Angels postseason, I'm getting tired already. Okay, not really. Yeah, I am. Guys, how you doing? Good. We're hanging in there. Postseason, World Series, all that fun stuff. I, I kind of feel like you, Derek. So... Yes. It's getting old. Like, oh, it's, it's been old. old. It's been old. Right. So, if both Yankees are out, right? So we have Astros. The Padres are out. So Phillies. Did anybody here call Astros, Phillies, World Series by chance? I had Phillies in the World Series, but not Astros. You had the Phillies in the World Series? I did. Preseason, so You too. were the one outside of Phillies. I, I did. I did have them preseason, and I had them right when the, right when the postseason started, so... I don't know why. I just like yeah. Wheeler and Nola. Yeah, and I had the Mets, and, and you had the Padres, right, Jared? Yep. Yeah, failures. We're failures here. Yeah. yeah. CS. So, well, anywho, I guess we'll have to wait to the end of the show to make our calls on who we think will going to win this bad boy. But, I mean, it's looking pretty rough. Here we go. Other things going on. Shoyotani. The AP reports yesterday. Was it yesterday? A couple days ago. My bad. Companies go that here we go. Quoting them, Japanese two-way star Shohei Otani arrived home on Tuesday and was critical of his Los Angeles Angels team missing the MLB playoffs again. I have a rather negative impression of this season, he said. Otani can become a free agent after next season. Now, just to note, um, some people who speak Japanese on this thread said, listen, the AP's full of crap. Um, this is he didn't badmouth the Angels at all. Um, that's the AP misrepresenting. If you've gotten to know me at all in the past couple of years, I'm very anti-mainstream media. I think it's I think we have a lot of uh, bad press out there, but there's room to interpret here. And I will go to Jared first. What are your first thoughts with this little news coming out? Yeah, you know, I mean, you can take it multiple ways. I, I said it right. I mean, you got to read the article. You have to read the whole thing. I think AP put it out as like uh, Shohei Otani says he's disappointed in the season, in, and rightfully so. I mean, who's excited about angel season that they just had right i mean i think everybody that's on the angels everybody that played for the angels everybody within the angels organization fans are upset about the season that's fine you know that it is what it is but if shohei otani says something you know the press has got to you know take it full bore so uh is he disappointed i'm sure he is i'm definitely sure he is uh was it over exaggerated probably um and I think, I mean, it got so over-exaggerated that, you know, we're already talking Shohei Otani trade, um, which I'm sure we will talk lots and lots about this offseason. Um, I think if you guys have been here long enough, you guys know myself and Nate's uh, feeling about Shohei Otani and trading Shohei Otani, how to build around Shohei Otani. Can you build around Shohei Otani? Um, I know other people have different opinions on that. And, you know, I, I, I understand both sides. But, um, yeah, when it comes to this article, um, I think that, again, I mean, the press being the press needs to blow stuff up, needs news to talk about when it comes to when it comes to baseball. So, I mean, heck, why not? You know, Shohei Otani's going into a contract year. Um, I mean, who knows what happens this offseason, right? Nate? Yeah, very similar to Jared. I mean, 
I think if you talk to the other teams that didn't make the playoffs, you could talk to star players on other teams. They're going to say the same thing. They're disappointed in the way the season ended. Heck, you can talk to Dodger players right now, and they will say they are disappointed with the way the season ended. So um, everyone, there's going to be 29 teams, maybe tw- maybe 28 teams that are, you know, maybe if the Phillies lose, they might, they might be excited that they made the World Series. But I think you're going to have 28, 29 teams that are disappointed with their season no matter what. Uh, because the end goal is to win the World Series. And so I I think the AP just really took one quote and made it sound like it was way worse than it was. Obviously, if you if you read the entire article, there's there's some more that kind of says like he he just felt like it was long. The, The season was long. And when you're 25 games out of the division and 15 games out of the wild card, yes, it is the dog days of of September. Nobody wants to be there. It's very tough to show up to the yard every day when you're that far out of playoff contention. So I, I get it. I understand where he's at, but I think for people to be blowing this out of proportion is absolutely ridiculous because if you go to, I mean, if you go to the White Sox, you go to the Red Sox, you go to the Twins, like I, I guarantee you Carlos Correa is, is disappointed with the he's way he's season out. went. He's not yes. saying, right? So it's not a Shohei Otani problem. This does not mean that he he wants out. This means he wants to make the playoffs and he wants to see progress, and he hasn't seen that. So that that's I think that's all he really was saying is like, hey, I just want to make the playoffs. Am I happy with the season? And I think the other thing too is the awards. Like everyone wants to bring up the awards and things that he could win, and he's like, I don't care. Like I just want to make the playoffs. Like I had a good season personally, but all that really matters is. Did we win? He's so he's so hardcore too that it's very impossible. He's also criticizing his own hitting, his pitching, his hitting especially. He's not up there hitting three hundred like other guys are. He's not hitting forty. He didn't hit forty five home runs again this year. You know, he's it's very possible he's criticizing his own performance is not enough for what he wants. Even though we're all happy with him, it's very possible he's going back saying, "Listen, I would have liked to have hit two eighty. I would have liked to have hit forty. I would, you know, I, there are different things you can take from it." And of course, like who who wouldn't be uh, upset? Now you shook your head, Jared, when I shook when, uh, when I mentioned Carlos Correa opting out. I want I I, can't, I I didn't miss that, dude. So what what thought flashed through your head there? I mean, Angels need a shortstop. Hey, we're gonna talk oh. about it all offseason. It's it's one of those things. It's, it's my I, number one. The guy. Angels the Angels were the Angels were number two behind the Twins this last offseason when it came to Carlos Correa. Um, so yeah, I I think that. You it think has they're in, to they're yeah, be in on them. I, I they, yes, they're going to be in on shortstops. You need to go get a shortstop. Um, I wouldn't be shocked though if it ends up being you know like oh we're going to platoon Fletcher and Renifo and wait for Neto. That's fine, but uh, I know we're going to get off. We're getting off track mm-hmm. here, but I mean, get it, get yourself a shortstop and uh, and Neto becomes a second baseman. Then when that shortstop is getting a little bit old and Rendon's done, you know you uh, you move that shortstop to third base. You put Neto at, at shortstop and. You know, it's the Jeremy Pena situation in, in Houston. So I think it's a perfect example. Just to recap, just so people who haven't listened in a while or whatever, what are your, very briefly, what are your thoughts on a Shelly Otani trade? And by the way, have I ever even given mine? Because you, you guys mentioned you. Did I not give mine? I think yours, Did I not give little, my take on it? I think yours is going to be a little different than ours, but give us your thoughts, man. No, no. Risk to recap. What were your thoughts, Nate and Jared? 100% trade him now. It was trade him at the all-star break, or it was trade him at the trade deadline. It was trade him before the season. We, I think we've gone all the way back until November of last year saying trading Shohei Otani makes the most sense for the Angels to be competitive. 
this year and the following years to come? I, um, it's going to depend on when this sale happens to me and what this off season looks like. If the sale happens, like that's what it comes down to. If you have an owner that's willing to go out and be Steven Ballmer and go spend $300 million, go be the Dodgers, then sure, bring them back. Um, but if you're going to continue to spend $160, $180 million a year um, and spend money on three big players, Trout, Rendon, Otani, or somewhere like that, uh, then go trade them. Uh, I think it's also very hard to to build around Shohei Otani. Uh, I, I do. I think that... Um, when you look at a rotation and Nate and I being pitchers know this as pitchers, you want to get into a routine. It's very difficult to get into a routine with Shohei Otani because you really don't know when you're going to pitch in a sense. You probably, you, you do, you have a good feel for it. And we saw it this year in the postseason too. You want routines, you want, uh, you want consistency out of that stuff. Um, and then you also look down the road. It's like, who in the world is going to play uh, like DH, right? Like Shohei Otani's DHing long-term. Uh, what what do you do with Trout? What do you do with Rendon? Guys need some days off. And, and if you have Shohei Otani playing 160 games as a DH, Trout has to play center field for this many games. Rendon doesn't get those days off. Jared Walsh now doesn't get days off because, I mean, that's a big question mark as it is. So, yeah, that, that's that's thing that really gets me. Joe Adele could DH. I mean, so there are two sides to that. I think if you, know, if you are able to get somebody who's willing to go out there and spend money, then it, I think it's okay. I also would like to see Shohei Otani play a position a little bit more like if you get Shohei to play three games a week at first base or in the outfield that changes it all together to me too of course so same so my perspective doesn't really differ that much from you guys and I'll go back years ago years ago back before Trouty signed his extension and I didn't really believe he would I didn't believe he would so I wrote an article for Sports Out West it was a site that was open back then and I said trade him trade Trouty and I will, I have my philosophy has not changed, but even more in this respect that there's so much uncertainty around the angels overall as the, in the organization, but there are several things we do know. We know the farm system is not where we want it to be. We know there are needs at various different positions, both on the major league and minor league roster. And we know that payroll flexibility would really, really help the angels right now. So the unpopular view is keep him. It's listen, you can try and keep him, but what happens if he leaves after next season? And all I do is get a couple draft picks, a draft pick, a draft pick. Okay. Um, I'm going to flip that around and say, if you trade him now, somebody is going to give you their number one prospect plus more prospects. Somebody's going to give you guys who are ready now. And all of a sudden you got 30 some million dollars that you can go out there and spend on your shortstop or on another starting pitcher. So, uh, and you're getting guys you control. You're getting baseball players you control. So my view, it's, it's, it's a business. As much as we love this game and as much as we love these players, and man, I, I really appreciate what Shohei Otani does. There's nobody else doing it. And, you know, when, if he stays healthy, he will be a Hall of Famer one day. If he stays healthy and keeps playing at this right, he will be a Hall. I hope he goes in as an angel. However, if we're talking about what's best for the future of this franchise, given all the 
issues we have right now, uncertainties right now, the one certainty is you can go out there and you can replenish your entire farm system. You can create um, salary flexibility. And all of a sudden, one, two years from now, even this year, if you get the right talent, you're contending next year. Because um, some teams have done that. They flip guys around right away. Look at Indians, Guardians, right? I mean, they didn't just stop contending. They're contending now with the youngest team in the league. So then the idea that you trade away Otani and you can't compete a bunch of garbage, you can compete right away and you make the right move. So there you go. Is that too, was that too long-winded? No, we said, that- we, we said it when the Lindor trade happened, by the way, too, that the, that the guardians got better. So uh, we were not, we're not surprised by this by any means. Like I'm pretty sure that was like one of the first things we said was like, did the guardians actually get worse with this trade? You know? So, I mean, you look at it, Juan Soto trade, like that's, that's what a return would have looked like. I don't know what a return looks like anymore, but yeah, I mean, you could go get a top prospect and some probably You're pieces. more than one, dude. I know. Well, and more some pieces one. that are pretty, pretty ready to go. Cause I mean, you get more than Shohei Otani. You get Japan. As weird as that sounds, you get, you get the marketing around it. You get, you get a year to try to extend Shohei Otani as well. I know Nate wants to mention that. Cause he always reminds me about it when we talk and about they get a draft pick. And you get a draft pick too if you don't resign him. So it's like I said. I mean, you get a year of Otani. You get to try to sign him. You get. I mean, I'm 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 with it on this. I think that you definitely think about trading him unless that asterisk happens where the sale happens and you get Stephen, you know, Steve Ballmer's brother who wants to spend four hundred million dollars on the Angels and go buy a winner. You know, like. But I would also say, even with that kind of money. If you're going to bring the payroll to $210 million and so on and so forth, you wipe $30 million off the book right now, you know, all of a sudden you've got $60 million to spend. Trade them and bring it back. That's huh? cool. Trade them and bring it back. Do the world as Chapman. You, well, you, you could do that. You could trade yeah. the guy. He can all of a sudden see, hey, they're contending now. Leave me gone. He's a fridge at the following year. Yeah. You know, and I th- something that people forget, the Angels were one of the only teams out there who, who were willing to say, I'll let you pitch and hit. To Otani, people in, in Japan know that, and they know because he played here for a while how well it's worked out for Otani p- p- uh, public wise. Um, so I think what I think was it Unai who just mentioned it. There is a major advantage now to being the Angels in Japan, and if you want to bring somebody else over, so I mean, trade them. I know people aren't going to want to hear that because we're attached, and, and but if we're talking about the immediate future. Trade them. So there we go. The um, it is almost time for us to go. So we do want to get our World Series predictions out there. Astros, Phillies, Astros, I believe, have the home field advantage with uh, having them won the All Star. Is it correct? So I'm going to start with Jared first. Make your predictions. Astros are hot, hot, hot. I think whoever wins is going seven. Um, as weird as that sounds, I'll go uh, Phillies in seven. I gotta start off with Astros and then just like ah, through a curveball. <laughs> Pause. I gotta breathe for that one. Here's the word for our sponsors. All right, Nate. Here we go. You heard him say Astro. Uh, sorry, Phillies in seven. I'm gonna piss some people off here. Phillies in five. It's not leaving Philadelphia. Okay, the teams who have not lost a game going into the World Series have not won a World Series. The the uh, Rockies have done it, and I believe. Was I'm blanking on the other team, but the Rockies were the last team to go into the World Series without losing a game 
and the Astros have done the same thing, is going to be very tough. The Phillies, this will be the first time the Astros have to face an ace with their ace on the mound. And what so, are the, have the Phillies lost? Have the Phillies, what have they lost one game, two games? Two games. Two games. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they, they know how to lose, and, they, and that atmosphere in Philadelphia has been unbelievable. I have not seen an atmosphere this postseason. I, you could argue the Padres when they were playing the Dodgers, but the Phillies' atmosphere is going to be tough for the Astros. I, I don't think the thing leaves Philadelphia. I think Phillies win in five. Wow. Wow. Bold. So – um, the emotional Samuel wants to say Phillies. Um, they are the hot team in terms of they, they're making magic happen. The Astros have kind of gone through the playoffs just methodical, just just knocking people down. But I mean, it's not that they're killing. They're they're not putting up 15 runs. They're not really destroying anybody. They're pitching well. They have the timely hit here and there. Um, but they they're just really good across the board, you know, they, and that's, it's hard to beat that kind of talent, especially when you have home field. Um, I'm going Astros in six, even though in my gut, I'm like, you guys, I want the Phillies to win this thing because I hate the Astros, but Astros in six. <sighs> Makes me sad to say it. Okay. So here we go. Any other closing thoughts, guys, Jared, no, I got nothing. Um, look out for uh, interviews coming up here pretty soon from a, from a whole bunch of angels. Nate? Congrats to Brandon Marsh and Luis Rangifo on being named Gold Glove oh, finalists. Yeah, we um, Brandon Marsh, we talk about that. the angel slash Philly, is a Gold Glove finalist. Congrats to both those guys. Good guy. I said that for next time, guys. And on our end here, um, I want to do do want to point this out as well. Watch out for the Talking Halos website. Jared Timms has been on the ball with it, making magic happen. It's coming soon, so be looking for it. Articles written by the man, the myth, the legend, plus a few more people. Okay, and so there you go. There's your there's your heads up. It's coming with all kinds of baseball goodies. We're out of here, everyone. Have a great one. Mm-hmm.